Are you happy being single? Good. As a dating and relationship coach, it's much easier to help a woman who's happy than a woman who is unhappy. At the same time, if you're so happy being single, it's entirely possible you'll never have an incredible relationship. In this Love You podcast, I'm going to show you how being happily single can be its own trap and how you can get out of that trap just by sticking around until the end of this episode. My name is Evan Marquez. I'm a dating coach for smart, strong, successful women and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to discover if you're too happy being single. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. So if you are someone who is happily independent, and I'm hoping you are, and you also long for love, which I'm hoping you are, there are going to be some inherent internal contradictions. And we all, we live with contradictions all the time. Uh, I want to make a lot of money, but I don't want to pay high taxes. Or, I want to be the boss of my own company, but I don't want all the responsibility. It's normal to love your freedom and independence that comes from being alone and building this rich, full single life for yourself. And if you've done that and you've done that successfully, chances are that in the past, that's a reaction to having bad relationships, soul-sucking relationships that have dragged you down and hurt your self-esteem. And so these, this is an internal contradiction. I love the life that I built. I've had terrible relationships and I still dream of having an incredible partner one day. Those things don't always fit well together. And you've seen this because when you get too good and being alone, it becomes your normal state. And I was single for 35 years. I mean, without a girlfriend for over eight months. So I do not judge anybody who is very comfortable being alone. But when you fill up your time with friends and family and pets and hobbies and travel, eventually you reach a point where it's actually hard to be in a relationship with you. If you're the person who fills up your life like that, and I'm the person who's dating you, you don't have that much time to give me. And that was not your intention, but that's the byproduct of the life that you've built up. And so it was never your plan. It's just sort of what happened. And remember, I work with women who tend to be in their late 30s and want to have kids, people who are on the far side of that, who got married, got divorced, and are starting over in their 40s, 50s, 60s. Right, so I don't work with too many people in their, in their 20s who are in the beginning part. I, I work with the women who've already established their rich, full, single life and have it down and it's working for them, but they're missing something inside and they haven't necessarily dealt with the consequences. So I, I'm sharing a conversation I had that inspired this podcast. It's a love you client named Annie. Uh, and she embodies this contradiction. And I don't think her story is going to be exactly like your story. She's a very specific uh, person. But I hope you could extrapolate this story to figure out how it may apply to you. So when we we're on the phone last week for coaching, she was telling me that after working with me pretty regularly for over a year, she is frustrated because she wants a relationship and she just can't seem to find it, even though she learned everything that I had to share and she likes it and she agrees with it. But she also told me a few things that seemed to counter her own claims about how bad she wants a relationship. So first, Annie believes, and again, maybe you believe this, maybe you don't. Annie believes that friends are better than men, better than romantic relationships, friends, 
And this makes sense. If you've had bad romantic relationship and you have great friends, your story, your version of events is friends are better than men. And that is fine if it's her life experience, but candidly, there's no way she can compare her best friend from college who she talks to every day with the relationship that I have with my wife. No matter how close they are, no matter how rich their history, no matter whether they talk every day on the phone, their lives are not integrated. They're not living together. They're not sleeping together. They aren't managing the household and their finances together. It's, it's just a different relationship. It can't be as intimate. So don't get me wrong. Friends are amazing. Friends are your family, especially if you don't have a spouse. They take on a greater sense of importance. But there's a reason people always turn back to romantic relationships. Annie's insistence that romantic love could not be as good as her friendships says a lot about her belief about romantic love and her desire to wholeheartedly pursue it. Number two, Annie wants to have sex, but also wants to maintain her freedom, kind of like a typical guy. And there's no value judgment here. It's perfectly fine. It's somewhat atypical of uh, most of the women who take love you and of women in general who are looking for more from a man and who have received less from a man, but that's her right. But it seems like it should be pretty easy to find some guy who's willing to sleep with her and give her her freedom. There's plenty of guys who are down with that. No, and this is the next part. <laughs> because she wants a real relationship, an exclusive relationship, a monogamous relationship, a relationship that can last a lifetime. She's having a really hard time finding this thing that's almost inherently contradictory because she wants it completely on her terms. And again, this is very much like the men that I tell you to avoid dating. The guys who want the relationship on their terms, where they're gonna text you when they need you, otherwise you're out of sight, out of mind. Annie can go days without talking to a boyfriend. She could take two-week vacations with her friends without a thought. She could work 50 hours a week, right? But as long as she's got a guy who's available to her when she needs him, that is going to make her happy. The boyfriend on call is what she wants. So I'm not judging Annie at all. There's no, there's no value judgment. Right? I'm only pointing out that Annie's not going to get what she wants. What she wants is to have a monogamous guy who sleeps with her once a week on her terms, and that's perfectly okay. But having that, these men, is how she ended up getting coaching from me. She was not satisfied with the quality of her relationships. She wasn't satisfied with the quality of men she was dating. She, she essentially wanted a glorified booty call and then was complaining, why are my glorified booty calls so emotionally unfulfilling? The harder part, is that Annie, and maybe by extension you, has created a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I say this through the lens of a relationship-oriented man. A relationship-oriented man, say me, would never choose a relationship like the one that Annie is offering. Why would I choose a relationship that is completely on her terms when there are women out there who have so much more time to give, so much more love to give, so much more integration and life to give. So what is, what is Annie doing in trying to carve out this very narrow niche? She's eliminating all the good boyfriend types, right? Who want more than she has to give. And that gives her a completely different dating pool. So who does that leave when Annie wants this relationship that is pretty distant on her terms? You got it. Guys who don't make for good partners. 
guys who want relationships that are really low effort, low stakes, guys who are uh, have an avoidant attachment style, guys who are long distance, guys who are emotionally underdeveloped, guys who don't have better options, guys who are married. It's a perfect relationship for a married man. And so if you discover that you have dated any of the kind of men that I've just mentioned, that's because you've set the bar really, really low for what you want and need in a relationship. If you agree Again, no value judgment, but if you agree to a relationship that is essentially once a week sex, then that's all the relationship's going to offer you. If you aim higher for a more fully integrated partnership, you'll have a more fully integrated partnership. Annie heard what I said, but she's not doing anything different. She's still stuck in her contradictions, hoping to find an amazing lifelong partnership with a man who's perfectly content seeing her once a week or a few times a month, taking her out to dinner, having sex, and then getting nothing in return. I would not encourage you to date a man like this. I would not encourage you to live like this. If you want to make better choices with men, you have to understand what good men are thinking. Click on the link below. Reach out to me for a breakthrough call, and I will help you. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.